And the Oscar goes to Ben Affleck. You know what the best part of my day is? I know. Let me be very clear. I am the luckiest guy in the world. Get the fuck out. I'm going to hurt some people. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Catching Up with Ben. I'm your host, Joshua Maddock, joined by always is my co-host, Mike Kelly. Mike, how are you doing today? Very excited to be here, Josh. Very, very interesting movie we're going to discuss. So, yeah, very excited to get into it. Thanks for having me. Well, of course, today we're talking about Mallrats, uh, starring Ben Affleck. It's directed by Kevin Smith, uh, who... Just give me give me your initial thoughts on Kevin Smith. Um... I mean, I mainly, he just seems like one of those, just more of like a personality than anything, you know? He's just like that guy who's just always kind of hanging around all these huge, famous people. And I, I just wonder, like, how do you, how do you get all these names in this movie? I know usually, usually Josh looks all, looks up all the information, but after this movie, I just had to, I just had to be like, what the, like, what is this? How did this come to be? And they're just, yeah, very strange movie to exist. It's true. I, I think Kevin Smith is like a, is like a Hollywood success story, really. Um, he's got a cult following because of films like this. His first breakout film was, which we won't get to talk about, but this is not the last Kevin Smith film we'll be talking about. It is the first. It, uh, his first film, though, uh, Clerks, huge, uh, huge hit for the budget it had. And this is, uh, apparently this is set a day before Clerks, even though it has absolutely nothing to do with Clerks. It's like he just wanted that for himself. Like, Kevin Smith, that made that made him happy. He was like, to know that they're in the same universe. Well, I had never, I've never seen any of, like, the Jay and Silent Bob, but, like, are they that? I don't know, people act like they're these, like, or at least Kevin Smith acts like they're, like, these beloved characters who are always just showing, it's like, I've never seen Clerks, or like this is the first movie with those characters. So yeah. out of context, it was like, oh, that's Kevin Smith in his own movie. You just thought, it, I well, guess he I thought can, he'd be great. I for actually the part. know a bit about that. Um, first of all, let me just say, I'm not the biggest Kevin Smith fan. I, uh, I've, I've, when I watched Clerks, I was like. I didn't get it. I I felt like I didn't get it because I was like, I don't know what people enjoy about this because I was like it, it, it for me. The issue with Kevin Smith is that he he is a uh, he writes characters, but they all sound like him. Like they all they you know it sounds like he just has a lot of made up conversations in his head and he just has these characters say like what he's thinking. Exactly. That's just his um, weird coping for that. Well, this is like his view askew universe. That's what this is called. And I think Clerks, Jay and Silent Bob, Mallrats, maybe even that one where they're angels, that one um, just fits into all of this. Um, so, yeah, he has his own kind of universe that he's set up, and he has a big cult following. So if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you love it. Like, I think that is a big thing with this film. If you're a Kevin Smith fan, you're really going to like this. Um, well, well, actually, Mike, tell me your initial thoughts. How did you feel about Mallrats? It sucked. It really just watching this <laughs> movie. Well, because we, I don't know. I've like, I've never really gotten into any of Kevin Smith's movies. But like, for I don't know. Even I was thinking, I was like, 
either we're both going to mutually agree this is awful or you're going to like love it and be like, what? You don't get And I'm like, no, it's just not a good movie. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like a lot of names, but it's just, it's just, I feel like the only people who liked it were the people who made it. Like, that's the only, I'm sure they had fun. On, maybe not, though. Out of some of the, sh- just knowing that Kevin Smith's behind the camera, be like, what if you do this? It's like, I don't know. Like, the one good thing is Michael Rooker, but that's it. That's about it. This is the biggest piece of shit that I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank God. I'm so happy to hear you say I, that. From scene, the first line of this movie is some, like, sexual epithet, and I was just like, I already know I'm going to... And that's just Kevin Smith writing his inner thoughts. <sighs> so, a lot of this movie, the main plot of this movie is these two guys are dumped by their girlfriends on the same day, and they go to the mall. By the way... A lot of Kevin Smith's earlier films, we're going to talk about Chasing Amy soon. I think you'll find a lot of them are now extremely outdated because no one goes to the mall yeah. anymore. Um, but it's it's about two guys basically hanging around the mall and they get into some comic situations, some goofy, uh, some, you know, some uh, hijinks. hijinks. <laughs> some hijinks ensue. The issue for me, though, is that these are the, like, most insufferable main characters I have ever seen in a Kevin Smith no one, film. No one in this movie is likable. And you're right. Michael Rooker is the one because I was like, he's hilarious. Giving in this. it his all. He's giving it. He's putting way more effort than this movie deserves. But so much. And like know, he even a flaming pile of shit. Even Michael even, Rooker. I read that he was dyeing his hair gray. For this film, and then he like realized that he was like, I should just shave it off, and it works for the character. Like I, <laughs> he and yeah, he's great in this. But our main characters are. Let me get their names real quick. I know Jason Lee uh, plays a Jaws reference. Did you notice that both of their names are a reference to Jaws? No, is that a little? Is a little trivia? So they mention wait, Jaws. Wait, what are their names? What are their they names? Ma- they make a Jaws. So they make a Jaws joke early in the film, and I was like, "That was really like in your face." And then I noticed that the main characters are both named Quint and Brody. Jason Lee plays Brody, and Jeremy London plays Quint. So I don't, I I, I don't know if, if it was just a reference. Like if Kevin Smith was like, "That's that's fun." That's funny. No one stop. No one stop. So he. Wait, why don't are those the like the Jaws protagonists' names? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but like just straight up, like just the same. Brody and Quinn, yes. That's that's just stupid. Yeah, it's just like occasional. Every scene, it's like it's really stupid. It all builds up to like one funny joke, and then it just like dies out immediately. Like I actually laughed a few times. A yeah, few I laughed times. like maybe two. I think I had two genuine laughs. The, there are a lot of subplots in this movie. Like it's literally, there's no plot. There's like a plot that that's them trying to win back their girlfriends um, through various levels of uh, sexual assault and um, gaslighting and just general manipulation, um, like a good you know good protagonist would do. But it's basically them in a mall meeting their friends. There's this one character 
who spends the whole movie looking at a picture that is supposed to like once you look at it it reveals like a second picture and the joke is that he can't see it but everyone else can and it's like this isn't funny the first time and then the funny thing out of that is i don't know i thought him screaming at the kids was pretty damn funny that was maybe but yeah, funny. No, it's but the whole movie. Like it's the whole. They keep going back to it. It's like they keep cutting back to him, and I'm like, it wasn't funny the first time. Yeah, I feel like that's like everything in this movie. Just Kevin Smith really hamming in on these really shitty, just really bad decisions. Well, like you've, so wait, really... you've never seen Jay and si- uh, Jay and Silent Bob? I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen a Kevin Smith movie. So. <laughs> So how did you feel about those characters? How did you feel about those characters? Jane's pretty indifferent. Well, because I I knew that Kevin Smith, like all I knew is that they did that reoccurring. So I'm like, okay, that's wow. They're really in every movie he does. Because I was looking looking into it afterwards, but I mean, I guess Jay had some funny lines. Some of because some. I don't know, just at times it's dumb enough to where it's fucking hilarious, but then it's just like, it'll be like one good joke, a scene with them. But then like just all the, yeah, all the gags just. I, and Kevin Smith, I don't, like, I to don't me, get it. I just it, don't he, get it. He just, he's very similar to Tarantino to me where I just, he's very much like, again, we mentioned it earlier. He writes character. He's had these imaginary conversations and he has like these ideas and he's like, this would be funny. And it's very much hit. This is like, this is a Kevin Smith film. Like this is his vision. And there's a scene in here where he and, uh, and Jay have to get out of this. Uh, they're being chased by these cops. The whole movie's very cartoonish. Um, it's like very slapstick, very like it's not it's very not set like in a real world scenario, obviously, but it also doesn't I feel like it's somewhere in the middle, like it is half com you know comedically slapstick and then like half like trying to be a real thing, and I think it it does, it's not a good does mix both really but like there's a badly. there's a scene where they're trying to escape some security guards and um the whole joke is that, uh, like, Silent Bob is pulling stuff out of his jacket. He's pulling, like, a, you know, it's like a slapstick scene. And he pulls out something he doesn't need, like a blow-up doll or something. And then they have several direct shots and references to the Batman 89 film where he uses a grappling gun. Uh, and they, and, like, it's like, okay, it's a comic book reference. But then they end the scene by Jay saying... Where do you get those wonderful toys? And it's like Kevin, I didn't, I didn't need that. I or got just all the, just all the stuff with Stanley, and like they actually got him. And it's just Kevin Smith, like, okay, I'm just gonna write my characters fanboying to Stan. That's all we're gonna do with them. Like even like it's like Stan, Stanley, he's like trying to like change the subject, and it just feels like Stan's like, okay, like I, I'm complimented all the time. Can we just like make him? But he's just like, no, you did all these comics. Because, like, I know Kevin Smith such a huge... Again, you can just... If, I guess if you know a little bit about Kevin Smith, you're like, yeah, this is, like, Jason Lee's character. And just all, like, okay, this is just Kevin Smith fanboying and putting it on paper. And it's just a no... Like, I feel like he thinks this movie's like, super slick, like, train spotting. 
that in the way. Like, I feel like that's what Kevin Smith thinks he's making. He's like, oh, I'm going to make, we're all going to talk like real people, but ooh, maybe not, because it's an art film, and it's just like, no, it's just, I can't, it's just a lot of dumb ideas. I guess. Kevin Smith also goes for shock humor a lot of times, and I think it just always comes off as like, like predatory. Uh, yeah, it comes off as really weird. Like in Clerks, there's well, a big scene. I know you got the ben big Affleck. Was uh, or any of the Weinstein's involved in this movie yet? Or oh my god, are we not in that inner circle? Uh, we're, I don't think we. I don't think we. Oh. We haven't gotten into the Ben Affleck. It's when Ben Affleck gets into the okay. Weinstein circle. That's when it matters. Um, but like in in Clerks, you haven't seen Clerks, so I'll just go ahead and spoil it. Sorry. Spo- Spoilers for clerks, everyone. But a big joke in that movie is that these two characters are dating and this guy goes into the bathroom and dies. And um, Jason Lee, I think it's Jason Lee or someone is like, hey, let's go into the bathroom and have sex. And she goes into the bathroom and has sex with the dead man. And she comes out and she's like, oh, my God, that was the best sex I ever had in my life. And it's just like. Ew. Like I don't like it's not funny to me. Like it's just like like in this you have a character and we're about to segue perfectly into Ben Affleck, but it you have a character who is 15 writing a book about the sexual maturity of men between the ages of 15 to like 30 and she says that she pays men to have sex with her and like it's just creepy like to me i'm just like this is we're just knowing just knowing kevin smith wrote all that out and that's just the product of his it's just like i can't imagine i or i can just imagine kevin smith like on set just explaining why everything's funny like guys no it's gonna work out this weird ass fit like subplot is it's just I don't know. Like, do you think the actors were in on it? It's just like I can't tell because they're <laughs> actors. But I, I feel like it was either really uncomfortable. But well, yeah, there like are they scenes. Make these, there are, there is a running so joke many. where where Kevin Smith keeps like crashing into a lady's dressing room and watching her, like, and catching her as she's like changing clothes, and it's like. Kevin Smith really wanted his character to do that, I guess. Like, it, I don't, it just comes off, again, weird. Just wrote, very strange. And I, maybe it's, and I've seen uh, Chasing Amy, which we will talk about. And I, that is a case of a movie that was so revolutionary at the time. Not revolutionary, but it talked about topics that people weren't talking about, you know. But now it just comes off as so misguided, not to spoil my thoughts. And I feel like maybe that's what Mallrats is, but I know it has its fan base, you know? Like, who? <laughs> who likes this movie? I, I, well, like, so I looked at reviews today because I, I, I was interested. I went to IMDb, and I was like, who is this for? And there were people that are like – that's how I kind of got – they were like, this takes place in a world where where you just got to let things happen. You know, things are just going to happen, and it's funny. That was that was an actual review I, I read. I, I'm quoting it. Mall rats. <laughs> For mall rats. But Ben Affleck is in this movie. For like it just five seems minutes. Like, it seems like it's made for the really niche 90s indie – L.A. comic book fanboy, Hollywood elite, 
Like, I don't know. Like, Oh, the comic Kevin book Smith. collection that Jason Lee owns? That's Kevin Smith's comic book collection. Of course it is. Like, I'm like, not, so, I'm not yeah, it, surprised. The main characters have... the. I guess they have growth and development because the women in the end are like, I like you, but... They to me they were static. Like at the end of the movie, I was like, I feel the same way about them that I did at the beginning of the film. They are awful, awful people who are super no really annoying. Comes off as a lovable goof here. Uh, and Jason Lee, um, man, he's annoying. I'm sorry if Jason Lee ever sees this, but you you bother me. No, I. So when I was a kid, I watched <laughs> Elvin and the Chipmunks. That's and I, all I've seen. I, just even and ever since that, then, I've like, never liked him. I've, I just have not liked his. I don't I, like. I don't like his voice. I don't like his face. I don't like his. <laughs> just so many fundamental characteristics of Jason Lee, and he's just really unlike. I just not not a good not a good casting choice. Kevin Smith. Got, we I, have I think. just who, who's his brother. We have though? so many more that. Kevin Smith movies to watch with Jason Lee. That's. Ladies and gentlemen, you are witnessing my live reaction to this hard pill to swallow. <laughs> but because I didn't, this are they any better? Please, tell I don't. Me okay, I've seen Chasing this. Amy, which I will just spoil my thoughts on. Spoilers for Chasing Amy. Spoilers, Kevin Smith. Just a little bit. It's outdated. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> and we'll outdated. get into it. But I haven't seen Jay and Silent Bob. I haven't seen Clerks Two. I haven't seen. We're going to have to watch the new Jay and Silent We're going to have to watch both Jay and Silent Bob movies. Uh, I, ben Affleck might show up in Clerks 2 for all I know, but um, yeah. We'll see. Can we talk about Ben Affleck real quick? As much as it pains me to say, he might be the worst part of this entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's your, I'm show, but... He's, he's painfully I, bad, but I also think it's because he's... He, like... He's a he's a nothing character. Like he is literally like I I don't. He's terrible. Like he's just a disgusting character. And it's like he, he wrote this to be like what's who's the most the most dislikable character that I can write. Yeah, his manner, like the scene where he's threatening and beating up Jason Lee. He's just all, like randomly like posing for Badness. Just like you can't see it, but just his just his body <laughs> language and just his whole performance is just so god awful and it's well i I think it's also this movie is like is some of it is like really i okay i say i don't like kevin smith i have an immense respect for kevin smith because he came from nothing and he writes his own films with his own style and he gets movies made he has his own cult following any of us wish we could have that so like when i say i hate kevin smith just can't stand him and his writing but this movie, there are scenes where it just feels like he really wanted the scene to be funny, and it just it, – it doesn't – maybe it just – in the editing room, it doesn't play right because the scene where Ben Affleck is at the elevator and he's uh, with Jason Lee's ex-girlfriend, and Jason Lee picks up the girlfriend and walks into the elevator with her. And, like, Ben Affleck doesn't notice, and it's just like, what am I watching here? Well, I don't even know if it's the edit, because I was thinking, I was like, it's it's decently edited. I just I just don't think there were any good takes to work with for any of it. So I, don't, I just think it's uh, just a production issue in general. I think the movie was just, I don't think any 
different cut could have saved it. But... <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that, Mike. It's very funny you is mention it? that because is there is another cut of this movie. So, so well, I, so the the director's cut of this movie. I will tell you how long it is. It is, um, the original cut. I was surprised. I was surprised it was uh, how long? Like two hours. ninety minutes. Like two hours on the dot. Yeah. There is 26 minutes added into the making it a near two-hour film. That doesn't count, does it? We're not watching. That, we're not. That's not going to be another. Oh no no no, no 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 no! We do not. We do not have to okay. watch that. One, um, is the one and done. I'm just scrolling through it, and it looks. It looks like there's some more Michael Rooker stuff. It looks like there's some more stuff before they get dumped. But basically, I didn't watch it. I was about to, but then Kevin Smith said that the reason they released that is because that was the bad version of the movie before they got what they were so proud of. We're so proud of. Well, I they saw so after I watched this of. movie, I saw I was looking into it a little bit, and I saw that there's like a half an hour documentary on it that just feels like you know how like then like the behind the scenes of batman and robin everyone's just apologizing for how bad that movie is that's what this feels like i was just skimming through it because our boy ben he has a word in it and everyone's like yeah this 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 was god awful and this wait they this really exce- say that oh yeah no they're all like this is like we knew it would be bad but this exceeded our up expectations of how badly it would do like oh see because i thought they enjoy i thought they were proud of this well they shouldn't be (laughs) (laughs) well i would say that we should probably again the whole film is set around a mall uh his ex-girlfriend uh jason lee's or one of the the main characters his ex is michael rooker it, not his ex. <laughs> his ex's dad is Michael Rooker, um, and sh- Michael Rooker is running this game show um, that we she's in. We gotta talk about why he's running the game show. What? Because <laughs> of that, like the bit in the beginning where the guy who's who's Jason Lee's friend. Oh, uh, Brody or Quint? I'm not sure. Yeah, we it gotta talk matter. about when Brody. And you know he accidentally there's the like the one of the like the first scenes where he accidentally starts the police shootout at like that other event Michael Rooker is running, and I guess that made his career look horrible. So then he got demoted to do like a mall reality date show, and that that that's why that's why he's in the third act. And they like they poison him by making by having this gross really gross scene where he like hands michael rooker this chocolate and like the, rubs the press, that was that was hard to watch it he like he's rubs all, well, it on always... his hand and like michael rooker it's a shot where he literally sticks his whole finger in his mouth and licks off the chocolate and michael rooker is obscenely sweaty in every <laughs> just every scene, every close up on his face, he is just so exhausted. I do not want to see that man edge. after sex. I feel like after sex he is just like soaking you didn't like wet. seeing bald, naked Michael Rooker <laughs> staring he... at himself in the mirror. So they get him sick for the ending so they can get on stage and hijack the whole event. But like they're it they like they 
they get two of the contestants really high and get in their place because Kevin Smith thought that was a really funny joke, I guess. Uh, well, I was like, there's got to be a third act. This is just his quirky, clever writing to get all these characters in these silly situations, and it's just really bad. So but bad. yeah, it's them on the like game it. show, and they're being so, like course and jason lee is just cursing every other line and it's like why this would have been stopped how are they like, giving this man a platform for like yeah half like an they hour the, they would not this that someone would stop that because there are children in malls like <laughs> they wouldn't allow this con- to continue and and then at the end of it the ben affleck is minutes. climbing up to to beat up our main character and they then project footage of Ben Affleck's sex tape with him and a the fifteen year old that we mentioned earlier, and he is arrested. And Ben Affleck says something along the lines of, "Come on, tell me you wouldn't have sex with her too." He, he says that. He fucking says that with just no shame. I mean, he knows he's going to jail, so I guess he's just like, yeah. Written but by Kevin Jesus, Smith. what a wonderful ending to his character, having him turn out to be a sexual predator. Again, just imagine, like, imagine on set Kevin Smith explaining what's going to happen. On he set. Thought, I bet I go with your theory that he th- probably thought it was so goddamn funny, though. He was Again, like, oh, just... guys. There's a scene. He is integral to the ending of the film because there's a whole part where he's trying to put the sex tape into the video player and the joke is he's hanging upside down and he drops the tape and the whole film he's been trying to he just watched star wars and he's been trying to do the force and he's been trying to lift objects with his hand and in the end the tape the guy who looks at the painting he hits the the stage and the tape flies up and it's like oh everything worked together and it's like this is the worst piece of shit i've ever seen just it none it's of it worked good. none of it worked for me again i'm very glad to hear you say that but oh my god i, I don't couldn't know, i literally how... from i i and i look i went into this saying i'm going to give it i i'm i went into it knowing i don't like kevin smith I went into it knowing I do have some of a somewhat of a bias. You know, I don't like a majority of the films I've seen from him, but I still gave it a chance. And I just the main characters are just insufferable and I couldn't go with them. Well, Josh, as always, we don't care how the <laughs> as passionate as we are, we're not here to discuss how good the movie is. It's very true. We're here as always every week. For months to come, every Monday at noon, to determine <laughs> how actor, Batman, screenwriter, visionary, divorcee Ben Affleck is in this very, just very bizarre cult movie. Josh, what are you going to give our boy Ben's performance in Mallrats? He's pretty bad in this, and again, it's 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 due to... Kevin Smith's just writing a nothing character, and we're going to see them. They He clearly liked him in the movie because Ben Affleck will be back for more Kevin Smith movies. He will be starring in his next vehicle, Chasing Amy. So they, he clearly liked him, but I don't see it. So he's got it. It's a, it's a two-star for me. It's a two-star. I did, I did think it was funny 
in the opening credits, to me, it felt like a little foreshadowy. You can, as Ben Affleck's names on credit, oh. there's a Batman comic to go with it. And I was like, I wonder. Uh, but this is years from that point in his life, and unfortunately, Ben Affleck might might be the worst part of this movie. I'm guys, I'm just as heartbroken as you, as all our listeners here. But I gotta give Ben Affleck a point seventy five out of five. <sighs> Very specific, but that is exactly where i'm at here and it's it's kind of hideous like his his character is hideous like just uh, yeah so mike that was mall rats what we watched that we got more kevin smith to come is it i need something different i need i need uh i need something a little what do we got coming up let me tell you what we got coming up um I hope it's something with Brendan Fraser because whenever he's in one of his movies, it's good. Um, oh, fuck yes. Mike, uh, next week we're talking about Going All the Way, directed by Mark Pellington, which I've never seen before, but he's a really good director. He made The Mothman Prophecies, which I really love. Um, so I'm excited to. Visit that one. Ben Affleck is actually one of the main stars of the film. And, yeah, I'm very excited about that. And then the week after that, we have a Chasing Amy, directed by Kevin Smith. But, Mike, I'd like to just go ahead and advertise something, if that's okay with you. Sure. We've got a new website where all of our content is hosted. Um, Pick3entertainment.com. It's uh, our brand-new website. This podcast is on there. We've got... Uh, more podcasts and we've got exclusive bonus podcasts only for that page we've got a new one coming out called uh, uh, the late night always on top of it creepypasta hour and then we've got another show called last pitch effort that we're going to have on there so yeah we've got some exclusive content coming out and it's going to be a lot of fun I hope you all check it out Mike why don't you uh, play us out today <laughs> 